is who am I? I found that people love to explain away a woman's success in the music industry. What kind of people keep falling desperately in love with me. Hey, let me know when we're like going fully. We're going? Sick. Thanks so much. Woo. Woo. Wait, we're we're going. Okay, we are in the air. This we is are, official. We are flying. We're Wait, flying. I want to like, I feel so far away from you. Yeah, me. such a weight. Yeah, I'm like close and I'm like, <laughs> I need to be close enough for my wine. I know, I'm like. I need to be close enough for my computer if it dies. I need everything close. Um, we got it. Here we are. Right, we're right. I also kind of love that no one's in here. This is just us. Yeah. Bye. I, we I love that. Hell. Was here, I literally choked on the wine. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna get started officially. Welcome back to the latest episode. I don't even know what number we're at of Hot Artsy Girls. We are joined with a very special guest today, Kate Collins. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you also, so much. can we officially yeah, do a cheers? Did you hear that? ASMR of our cheers. <laughs> oh yes, there yes, with go. the nails. I adore that. We so welcome, Kate. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to have you on. So glad you asked me to be here. So fun. Literally, this is so fun. Also, we're in this new studio today. Um, kind of a sleigh. There's a light. There's a huge light. It's blinding me a little bit. Um, this is so overdue. I feel like... For sure. I mean, I... Thinking, the first time we talked felt like a podcast. Yeah. Like just sitting there yeah. with you in person. We just went. We could have gone for hours. Yeah. I think yeah. that's why we were like... I think that's why we knew we were like, okay, this is a good match for for yeah. a conversation we should have recorded. For sure. Those are always the best. You have to like already be having conversations that you want to record. I yeah. Think, for a good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um, so me and Kate, actually I followed Kate on Instagram. This is like how our friendship started. We were just, you know, that's like how the best, honestly, the best friendships in the creative world. I feel like yeah. you're just like, they're a vibe. Yeah. You just get if it. If you like see and respect someone's vision and understand, I remember responding to all of your stories of you smearing <laughs> Leon's Bagel's cream cheese all over the ground. And I was like, this is how you should market things. Yes! Like this is how stuff should go and spilling, like the coffee spilling everywhere, like not this kind of like buttoned up look, but just like using, you're just using marketing in such a different way. And I thought oh, it was yeah. super cool. Literally, thanks. This is supposed to be me hyping you up. <laughs> no, please don't make it so uncomfortable. <laughs> no, but I, I appreciate that. And I feel like, no, I uh, I felt the same way. Like, I just knew from, like, your reels and from, like, the way you use shadows. And your, it was, like, all iPhone content. But mm. I was, like, she just, like, gets it. You have such a cool eye. You have such a creative, like, vision. Um, and Kate also has a photography Instagram called Frames by Kate. Oh, my gosh. I want to know about... Give me a little rundown on Frames by Kate. Like, is that, how, when did you like start that? And yeah, give yeah. me a background on that. So I started taking photos when I was 11. Um, Love. When we were living in Singapore, my dad would let me, I was the oldest child and he let me carry his camera around and I just kind of started shooting with it. Um, and then I officially like started my photography career in high school, so maybe when I was 13 or 14, photographing high school sports. And then I moved a little bit into college sports and did that for a long time. And that was kind of how I made money in high school. So like Frames by Kate has existed since I was like 14. Has like, it always been Frames by Kate? Yeah. <laughs> Which is honestly why I've never changed it. Yeah. Someone asked me recently like, oh, why don't you just use your name? Um, no. I'm like, cause it just, it's just been that way. No. Um, it's funny cause I don't use the Frames by Kate Instagram that much. I've kind of just, like I use my website as my portfolio mm -hmm. and then use And your own Kate Instagram, a lot of your like, I feel like you post a lot of stuff on your yeah. regular Instagram. Cause I feel like that's, I think my Instagram is like my LinkedIn. Like that's mm -hmm. where I've collected people from wh whenever I've traveled and just like I give them that Instagram instead of my photo one. Um, but I was freelance while I was in high school, dropped off a little bit in college, like just kind of lost the passion for it went into other things. And then when I was finishing my MBA, I started shooting portraits again in Vancouver. Um, and then in August, or I guess July, fully went back to photography freelance full time. Um, 
which is a funny conversation to have today specifically because I just accepted a full-time job offer oh my God. somewhere else, like n- not doing freelance, Wait, not related. Thank you. We'll get <laughs> like into that. Two hours ago. We'll get um, into that. Not related to photography, but it's because the way I, f- and I'm sure you feel like this about creative things as well, is I love doing photography when it's something that I love to do. Yeah. So like saying yes to the things that pay a lot, like the commercial jobs that are more stringent on like the vision or have a more specific like set of deliverables, those things are less fun for me, but mm-hmm. that's what pays. And so I'd much rather do two to three creatives a month with people that I love to work with or shoot BTS for my friends that are mm-hmm. directors, photographers. I would much rather do that. And like obviously still make money from that, but not have it be my main totally. source of income. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. And in New York, it's so easy to like I could shoot. I still I sh- could still shoot, you know, two to five times a month with a full time job. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what I'm going into starting next year. Wait, this is so yeah. exciting. Can you share what recent. the full time thing is? Yes, I'm going to do like client and partnership success at Posh, Sick. which is you guys know the event app yeah. startup yeah. platform. Um, small startup team based in Soho. I love all the people that I've talked to um, that work there. I love working at startups. I came from mm-hmm. a startup. Um, I'm really excited. So that starts in January. Wait, literally yeah. slay. Yeah. Congratulations. You said you Thank accepted you. it today? Like two hours ago. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Today's Wait, been crazy. Like Today? Yeah, two, Kate's been on another podcast already. Uh, which I did not plan at all for them to be on the same day, but it was great. It was a great warm up totally. this morning. Totally. Good, now you, we got you warmed up. And now up. I'm, it, yeah, you have me. You're like ready <laughs> like know to what's spill. Up now. <laughs> yeah. We, I kind of love that. Yeah, podcasts are intimidating. I was going to ask you, is this your fir- first podcast? Was that your first that podcast? That was this my first podcast. I actually, I have done. When I was in university, I started something called Small Talk, which was essential. It was supposed to be something that grew into a podcast where my friends and I recorded our conversations that we were already having. We would just get on Zoom. Uh, One of my friends, Brandon, is a yoga teacher that lives in San Diego, and him and I were already having what we thought were very podcast worthy conversations. Um, And we would post screenshots of our texts like on Instagram and people would be like, oh my God. And so we just decided to do that. We're like, we're entertaining. Yeah. (laughs) People are listening. Yeah, it was very much about um, like self growth and like personal development. And Mm. we were both in that era at the same time. And so we talked about that and we would record our conversations, but it was difficult because of the distance, like putting things together. Totally, I was, through Zoom. Yeah, I was I, going in yeah. my MBA, he was doing computer science degree in San Diego. So it was just, it was a lot, but him and I still have those conversations and the intention is to pick that up at some point. You totally But should. actually officially in studio, mm-hmm. today, this morning was the first time with Relly and then with you and- It's, it's kind of a vibe. It's, I'm obsessed. It's, it's so, so cool. I know, <laughs> I'm so like fun. addicted now. <laughs> like now I just want to do this all day long. Yeah, I love it and you should. Yeah, it's- it's well, there's so cool. many hot artsy girls there in New are. York. Like, there's you are. so many. Like literally, we were talking. Kate, honestly, when we first met, we were we were just like ideating. We were riffing. And so you literally much. sent me. I mean, honestly, like so many people. Like you sent me. I've DM'd. I've reached out to you. Like Kate knows. Can I? Let me just say, Kate knows all the hot artsy girls <laughs> in New York. Like somehow I she also knows them know all. all the hot artsy boys. So <laughs> yeah. whenever you start that podcast, <laughs> let me know. We will do a whole segment just hot artsy boys. I think yeah. we have. I think it's time. Absolutely. Maybe maybe a few more hot artsy girls. But yeah, no, Kate has like honestly been so helpful. We were talking about so many ideas, and I just feel like that was like one thing that I just like it stood out to me. Like you're so creative. You have so many cool ideas. Like so, I think that's a really cool move for you to go kind of down that direction of posh and like where. Yeah, I'm like I'm so excited stoked. to hear about that. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I know a little bit about what you've done leading up to that, but like, yeah, like tell the people like what I, I guess my question that I want people to kind of know and hear about. I think it's so niche to be a freelancer. It's so mm-hmm. niche to be a creative. Like so many people don't understand that path and yeah. it looks so different for everyone. Um, yeah. When when you moved to New York, what was your like goal and like are you doing what you thought you would be doing? Like kind of, yeah, walk me through that a little bit. Yeah. So I am actually from New York originally, spent most of my childhood in California, went to Vancouver, BC for university, did undergrad my MBA there, not related to creative stuff at all, not Mm -hmm. related to photography. Why'd you do MBA? Um, 
because it was it was a dual degree program and I could do those two degrees in five years. Sick. Um, Genius girl. And it was honestly it was during COVID, so yeah. I got a little bit of a break, not a break, but it just wasn't. Obviously, the structure of school looks different. It was so different. COVID. And everyone was confused of what was happening in the world. Yeah. It was like... <laughs> I almost got an MBA too. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was intense. People asked me if it was worth it. I have a unique case because I am I was American going to a Canadian school. Mm. So you get a little bit of a break financially. Oh. Even though it's... Pro tip. It's, yeah. Like if you, if you are paying for school in USD and you're at a Canadian school, just the exchange rate is helpful. Mm. So... Getting an MBA in Canada is much less expensive than doing it in the U.S. So that is, Love and that. I think the Canadian ed- education system is phenomenal. Mm. Um, anyways, I digress. Yeah, um, yeah, no. Back I to <laughs> back to where we were. I love tangents. Um, mm. This whole thing is a tangent. <laughs> I decided, love it. I decided to move back to New York because there wasn't any other city that I wanted to live in. Um, and also, at the end of my MBA, I didn't want. I wanted to. I didn't want to get a job. I wanted to go and photograph professional servers in Australia. Mm. I was like, that's actually what I'm gonna do. I don't wanna be corporate. Um, and then COVID happened. So you couldn't get to Australia for quite some time. Yeah. Um, so I stayed in Vancouver and I started working for Summit Series, uh, well, Summit Impact, which is a nonprofit startup that's a subsidiary of Summit Series and was working remotely. But my boss is based in New York and a lot of the Summit community was in New York. I was from New York originally. I knew I didn't wanna go back to California. so. I moved to from Vancouver to New York in August of last year, which is insane mm. because I was here for three months living in Soho, working for Summit. I went to Europe for a month and a half for Christmas, and then I went to Mexico City for four months. And then this summer, I wasn't really here. I was like in and out of New York. So I've actually only really been a freelance creative in New York for less than six months wow um, hey, you're always tra- i feel like you're always traveling i, I need to stop <laughs> no need, it's wonderful i need to you actually down. shouldn't because traveling is amazing for the soul <laughs> yeah no it was great but it just i i haven't really people think i've lived in new york for yeah. my entire life but i think when i came here in august of last year my goal was to stretch as far and wide as i could socially mm. i was out basically every single night not like clubbing but I I love a good dive bar I love to play pool so I was just in all these different pockets and I and meeting people meeting people and I we moved like every couple years growing up so I'm very used to just dropping in a new place and just being like let's fucking go and and figuring it out you said you were living in Singapore I was living only for like a year and a half or two years when I was little but we moved my family and I moved back and forth east to west coast and then Canada and then whatever so you give me very east coast west coast vibes which i love i feel like (laughs) i i feel like i exude that too a little bit i feel like i told you that the first time we met i was like you you give bicoastal no i love i feel like there's such two drastic different personalities and it's like really cool when i meet people who like exude both of them and who can flex between both yeah because it's some people cannot i cannot imagine some of my a lot of my friends live in la and san francisco and i can't like you couldn't you you wouldn't survive survive in new york (laughs) but i don't think I don't think I could fully survive in LA either. Yeah. So it goes. I agree it goes with both that. ways. Wait, you so you grew up in California? In Northern California, yeah. Oh cool. Yeah. Where? In the Bay Area, like oh, South Bay, Love Mountain View. Bay. Love the Bay. Google, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. So so you feel like are you planning on staying in New York, you think? It's so I don't think there's anywhere that I would rather live at yeah. this point in my life. Yeah. Um It's really would, easy to be creative here. Oh I my think. God, yeah. It's so funny. I was telling somebody the other day. When I, as a photographer, when I go to LA, I don't take as many photos. Mm. I am not as inspired. There is not as much That's like, walking so around, like my, even my iPhone camera roll so true. from being in New York, anywhere I am. Yeah. Everything's shadows, a photo op moment. <laughs> like, shadows, like different layers of brick, like different texture. Yeah, you the, love, the fo- you focus on that are, stuff too. Oh my God, I You're love You're so texture the, oriented, oh, which I love. love. So are you. Watching your videos is like, therapy honestly oh, no i'm I not loved, kidding it's I like you're hi- you're like zooming in on the perfect it's just like oh it's, so it's satisfying. those are the little <laughs> things that i that's really what i gravitate towards and what i think is so beautiful and there's so much of that in new york like i find myself often photographing or taking videos of like there'll be like trash but it's like blowing in the wind in yeah, a beautiful way totally. and, I, and i don't feel as inspired by the general like scene and yeah. setting in la i think la is quite flat too mm. um there's just not as much 
I don't know. The energy is not as dynamic for me. Like so it's agree. everyone could take the same photos in LA, but New York so is agree. like they're you could be on the same street and everyone's taking a completely everyone different view. Everyone can see something different, and and there's so always crazy people. People. Oh my god, people too. There's so the many people watching. Yeah, is there's like, so many dynamic characters. Like every single place you look, there's yeah. just something. Um, so I think I think I'll be here. I I hope to feel more settled in New York. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because New York's such a transient place. It is right. Like people. Everyone I know is like, oh, I'll be here for a couple months. Yeah. And I'll, I think you know. the energy is also like not fully feeling settled. <laughs> like, oh I God, actually yeah. think that's like, I think LA people are really comfy. Like, they have mm -hmm. their big homes and their yards and their little like grass. And it's just like everyone feels really at home. Like, no one leaves their apartment. Like, it takes yeah. 100 hours to get anywhere. Like, New York, it's like, the, di the energy of the city is in the streets and yeah. it's like being out and it's about. So I don't think people really do feel very at home here in like the best way. I actually think it's like such a positive thing to like not yeah. always feel fully settled and like comfy. <laughs> I agree, a hundred percent. Right? Yeah. So you were saying you kind of like would meet people going to dive whereas like, do you feel like it was easy for you to kind of have creative collaborations? Like even us, the way we met was yeah. like, you know, obviously social media is so amazing in that way. Do you feel like that was a primary way that you were meeting people? Like how was a, you know, how are you meeting people in the creative field? That's a question I feel like so many people ask me and I sometimes don't know how to answer it. I, I'm one of those people, well, first of all, New York, I think people have a misconception of New York that it's not friendly. Totally. I think New York is so fucking friendly. Literally couldn't I think be it truer. Is so, I think it is so easy to make friends here. I think the general attitude is like people walk fast and they are no bullshit. Yep. And I adore that about it. But I also, you can strike up a conversation with anybody yeah. anywhere. Literally. I actually don't people think LA so friendly, is like actually. that. I don't think San Francisco is like that. Agreed. People are People are quite friendly if you're open to it. Um, I also... I'm kind of a psychopath with social media in the sense that, like a couple examples, I use Raya like LinkedIn. So yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't Love. date at all. We can get into that later. Oh, we will. I don't date. Um, <laughs> Follower questions, we will. I know. <laughs> I don't date at all, but I used Raya on the Here for Friends thing, which I know think, people think is bullshit, but no. it gave me a landscape of like, okay, who's doing what creatively in New York? It gave me a physical map and understanding. Like you can click into people's Instagrams and it'll show you mutuals and it'll allow me to map like who's working together. Sick. I also do this thing. I'll go on like Instagram rabbit holes, a couple of things. Like I don't, I don't care about following random people. Mm -hmm. if, if someone has a thousand followers and I see their page and I'm inspired by what they do, totally. I will follow them. I don't care if I don't know them. I don't care if I haven't met them. And what that starts to do is by following so many people I'm inspired by. And I started doing this six months before I moved to New York. Mm -hmm. I was like on TikTok and on Instagram and just looking for people that were doing interesting things, following them. And what starts to happen is you see who's mutuals with who. And I just have this very, very like well-connected, well-landscaped map of yeah. New York creatives in my head. Yeah. Because I on just don't, pulse. like I have, a, I know you do. I know what people do. I know I know what groups are overlapping. Like I kind of have this little like bird's eye yeah. view, but it's it's from being really creepy and from like following people and like going to who they follow and trying to figure out who works with who. I love that. Um, but it really that. does work because now I have like I know and that that's what makes me kind of a connector. Like I'm able I've like put so many people together to work together creatively mm. because I'm She's like, a oh, over there. oh yeah, <laughs> that's, I love the name of your I think it's amazing. Um, you but, are one, but You're yeah, a that's kind of, girl and a oh my God, I love, <laughs> but no, I, I, I love that. I can see that you're like, you're very like analytical in, in that sense. And you're kind of figuring out, you're very smart. Thanks. You are. <laughs> No, seriously. <laughs> no, that's really cool. So you feel like that's how you've kind of been able to it's work with people. Getting yeah, getting context of people and also being super open. I think I have a I think I have a high capacity for different kinds of people. So it doesn't really matter what people are doing. I'm also very willing to like be on I'm willing to work for people for free. Mm -hmm. If I think what they're doing is interesting or inspiring, I'm willing to be on set. I love shooting behind the scenes. That's a superpower, um, honestly. The I, free thing is a superpower. Yeah. Something um, so underrated that a lot of people don't see the value in. And yeah. I think that's actually why they don't kind of succeed. Like I've done so much of it for free. Are you kidding? Yeah. And it, there's definitely a line, and I, I, you obviously know this, like working in this space, yeah. there's, People will try to take advantage of you. Oftentimes, people don't understand the price tag that comes with certain kinds yeah. of work. They don't get what goes into it. Like you it. just click a button. You just yeah. No, people <laughs> have no idea. Um, 
my friends who do film photography say this all the time like it there's so much that goes into so it so much there's such a cost on the back end of like developing it on, and all these things but and you're also paying for someone's expertise you're paying for the expertise and you for can pay anyone time. to click a button but yeah. you're paying for someone who really has had a lot of experience sure. and has a lot of background in that but i think i think new york i think la i use la as an example just because it's easy by way of comparison but la I can imagine that working with people in LA is harder because people in LA are so much like, what do you do? Like, what yeah, can I get from totally. you? It's very transactional. New York is very transactional, but it's genuine. no bullshit, genuine, no transaction. It's yeah. like, what can we do? And it's also like- What can like, we do together? What, what can, can we do we... together? How can we both- How can I help you? Yeah. I literally, I actually say this all the time. So I'm like, so glad that you said that. I agree. I feel like LA, Again, not shitting on LA. Like Mm-mm. we love our LA people, like shout out. Love my LA people. But like, no, yeah, being there, I agree. I feel like I got that sense too when I was like meeting people, I was visiting a friend and yeah, I felt like people always wanted to know like who you know and like what, what they can sure. kind of get from you. And I don't ever feel that ever in New York, yeah. literally ever. Like I feel like people are always genuine when I work with them, when I meet with them. There's been maybe one or two times, but but yeah. like really, I feel like the majority of the community here in New York is like so genuine. Absolutely, and I love that. Yeah, Why and you would can you not love that. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I also like I feel like I meet people at such a rapid pace. Like mm-hmm. it's, when I was first here for the first four months, I was living right in Soho above Spring Lounge. God help me. Wait, and shut up! I used to live there too. In that building. Uh, on oh Bring my god, in Mulberry. No, no, no! Right across from Spring Lounge. Uh, to oh my god, what like was above, that like above Upside. Ac- literally across from Spring Lounge. Yeah, right above. Mm, it was like That's three wild. years ago. I, there was a store. Faraday was above. I That's think. insane. But we were right on Spring and Lafayette. That's, That's crazy. Wait. Yeah, I was only there for. I was there in an Airbnb with a friend of mine for like Wait, what three year? months last year. Like 2022. Yeah, I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Year? Yeah, I was there 2021. Wait, that's so weird. I love Could that. I love that. Same block. Yeah. Obsessed. Sorry, I totally interrupted you. I was just like excited. I have no idea what I was saying. Like, I just <laughs> literally no clue. It's okay. Um, wait, okay. I really am excited because we, so we asked Kate's followers to ask her questions. I'm so scared of these questions. And <laughs> I, I usually, we usually do these at the end, but honestly, the questions that, we saw were like so juicy and fun and I just like kind of really want to get into them. Love. So can we get into them? Absolutely. Without further ado, <laughs> I think we're going to get into them. So Kate's followers, this is the things that they want to know. We'll start light. We'll start with the lighter ones. Read us something from your recent notes oh app. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> this is so, okay. So just a preface. Did so you I, have a notes app prepared by the way? No, I didn't. <laughs> okay. And I, I wanted to be very on the fly. I know. I, I, so I saw these questions, but I just sent them straight to you. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to think about them. Love. And then was also on a different podcast this morning and was <laughs> not thinking about this. But I want to preface this by saying two things. One, the person that asked this has known me, that submitted it to me, has known me since I was 10. Love. And knows that... So I had a private Twitter in high school where we were called... All my friends and I kind of had private Twitters and it was like kind of st- tweeting our stream of consciousness, yeah. talking shit, whatever. But to the people that were like the six to 10 people that were closest to you, I don't use the private Twitter anymore, but I have tweeted on it 45,000 times. Oh, wow. So you can like see how many tweets you have, which is a lot of, yeah. of, of my thoughts yeah. that exist love in this thought. little ether. We love thoughts. But I'm also a big notes app girly. Oh. Um, so much so, and I'm going to tell you guys this for now because I want you to submit, but I'm doing a notes app gallery. Wait, shut up. I don't know if I told you about Wait, this. Wait, shut up. I'm doing a notes app gallery in February. Wait, shut up. What? We'll talk about it after. Yeah, explain what you're going to say and then this is great. We're very the same. I'm doing a notes up gallery in February where people are going to, I have different categories and people are going to anonymously submit notes to me. I've already started collecting some of the categories. So some of them are like drunk words and some of them are like things never said, like notes that you've written in people's phones. And I've been gathering them and I'm going to put them up on a gallery wall. Wait. And... (laughs) <laughs> like, wait, so curious. You guys are love like, our debrief after no, literally. obsessed. Wait, oh my god. Okay. Aligned. Anyways, so I'm obsessed with notes app, but this is. I also write all my dreams down in my notes, which I can't read any of my dreams out loud because none of them would make sense. Wait, I am literally too excited, and I need to just say this right now. So I literally have a book that's called I Thought, 
stop and no i literally no we have to yeah. talk about this i'm obsessed no we have we, to we talked about it like we literally talked about it this today, today. i showed today. madison my book i have today. it printed i, I never knew about this and i had an today. art show i love the alignment i had an art show called i thought and i made it into wallpaper and it was anonymously submitted iphone notes and i stop split it up it. into categories stop it right <laughs> no, now and she literally had a gallery no i'm not kidding i have okay, an instagram so. it's called i thought book <laughs> You and I didn't talk about no, this. No, we right? didn't. <laughs> I'm like dying right now. Like, what the fuck? No, Wait, no, I'm no. obsessed. Okay, no, we need to collaborate on no, this. No, we literally 100%. are aligned. This is right now. You are witnessing. Like, this is insane. This is what. This I'm, is the start of the collab. I'm not kidding. We were just talking I'm about obsessed. where to expand it, and I have mm-hmm. so many ideas Wait, on how to expand it. It's okay. been a, it's been a project since 2020. Like, I started the project. In I'm 2020. obsessed. I want to do it for Valentine's Day or like in February. We're gonna. Wait, you and I need to. I'm not even kidding right now. This is like a dream to like actually get it into because like I had an art show for it, but I wanted to like turn it into like a real like like immersive exhibit. I'm obsessed. And with I've that. never done it because I'm, I'm just like by that. myself. No, dude. No, we what? have to. We have to. I'm <laughs> so excited. We can't Wait. give the people. We can't give the people too much. This is crazy. But that's wild. Well, because you know why? This is truly. I think you're gonna align with me on this. The whole concept of the no tap is so fascinating to me because same. I think everyone it's like it's like an it's like an intrusive random thought Mm -hmm. place that people just put you look through your notes app and you like get so confused you're like when did i write this i found stuff from 2016 it's like an an intense drafted message i never sent my xxx boyfriend Mm -hmm. or you know a grocery list or a packing list or whatever and the coolest thing to me too when i started the project and I'm sure you could relate. When people submit their stuff, it's such an experience for them. Then they go through a rabbit hole of looking through their own notes. It's, and it's like, mm-hmm. that is the coolest thing to me. There's some of the most beautiful, and I've asked, it's interesting, I was gonna at first Wait, do I it only so women. Like I was gonna make it only girls yeah. and say, but then a bunch of my, I was talking to my guy friends and I was, I was flowing this idea. I So really the, the guy that I was on, a, my friend of mine that was on a podcast with him this morning, I told him about this idea in maybe late September. Mm-hmm. Like him and I had a meeting because he hosts these, he does poetry readings and he writes a ton. It's part of his brand um, to like write poetry. He does poetry readings with his friends and we have this conversation and we're talking about it. And I told him, I was like, I think I want to do it with only women. And he was like, first of all, he's an Android. So he yeah. doesn't even count. Like, I'm like, you don't even have a notes <laughs> yeah, app. Like, even you don't even have the real notes app. But so many of my guy friends were like, no way I do this too. Like I will draft text messages and- It's like stuff you don't, you don't, you yeah. don't realize how many people do it. I was gonna until say, I feel like it. guys, I was gonna like, do guys do notes? Like do yeah. guys well, remember the note that I had? Apparently they of do. Like a, yeah. Of like, ch- it said chicks. And it was like a list yes. of, ch- it was like a random note, no context, just chicks. Yeah. And it was a list. And a I was like so girls. silly. <laughs> there are certain things that I think every, there are certain, <laughs> I don't want to spoil our whole gallery. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm obsessed with this. This um, is literally my favorite thing ever. You guys, it's so embarrassing. Like I think that I am a poet yeah. in my notes app. I want to hear some notes. Um, we will. We will off of off this podcast. We're gonna literally talk very thoroughly about mm-hmm. this, and I need to show you the book. And <laughs> I think you're, I think this is gonna be great. But I'm I want to hear about your notes app. I think the followers want to hear about the notes app. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I have two notes. This is read something from your notes app, right? Yeah. I have two notes that I wrote t- that are at the top of Love. this, and I'm trying to decide which one is like less. You can read both. <laughs> less silly. Read no, because they're both really. They're both. <laughs> This is how, this is funny, this is how, this is how I write. This one's called Lots of Nothing. This is something that I wrote to myself. So they're like stream of consciousness, whatever. I write a lot of, this is, what time is this? I wrote this at 2.45 a.m. in the morning. Um, It's called Lots of Nothing. Mm. Autumn in New York, season of lust, just like you always used to say. You have nice eyes. I wish I'd never noticed. It's too late. It's not late enough. We're on the edge of a cliff. I'd follow you anywhere. It is what it is. We don't speak the same language. You think too much. I don't think enough. Ooh. So I have like things like that. And then I have really. Okay. And then I have a note Poetic. from a, a day earlier that just says marijuana <laughs> at the top. <laughs> and that's it. Like I, I think that's that the I, beauty of the notes so app right exactly. there. Like I think I meant to go somewhere with that's the marijuana amazing. one. Um, but I have, I mean, this is back until I have, let's see. I have 3,000 notes yeah. in here, like, and I'm sure you're the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also have- Every thought goes in there. No, every thought. Every single thought. Because like who, 
but I think that's the coolest fucking part about that's it. why I want to have like yeah. this anonymous submission of yeah. all this I think would be so beautiful mm-hmm. to people see also get so into it that people were like never ever thought that they would share with anybody mm-hmm. which I think is the best best yeah. thing about the notes app yeah I feel everybody. like I have such funny ones I, I remember there's one that I will never delete and it's me and my friend we were at a party we couldn't hear one thing so I wrote in my notes oh app my like god. oh my god I'm so bored can we please leave <laughs> and she wrote back like oh my god yes let's go let's go get pizza and then like two lines under it was like three cheeseburgers and two hot dogs and then like but they're from those separate are, days those are the best ones no yes. like the ones that are rogue and you're like and it's like I, actually, I know both of these memories yeah but like, why are they together? Sometimes I don't remember the memories yeah. at all. I'm literally staring at the notes out for like 10 minutes and I'm like, I don't, did I write this? Like it this doesn't this, sound This wasn't yeah. a version of me that I identify with <laughs> yeah. anymore. Like this is, yeah. I can't even scroll. Anyways, no, it, and but that's the coolest part. That exactly what you were just doing whipped out your phone, scrolling through the notes app, can't stop. It puts people in that yeah. rabbit hole. Like I told my cousins about this, like, when I started that project, mm-hmm. like literally a couple of years ago, and we were at some sort of family dinner, and everyone, all my cousins were like, I wanna submit, I wanna submit. The entire family dinner, all my cousins are, we're all like looking through everyone's notes, laughing. It like creates it's such cool. a cool. It's such a cool conversation, it's too. So cool. And people are like being so introspective. It's just yeah, really cool. Mm-hmm. I love it. Wait, I. This was so exciting. We ha- I'm obsessed. We have, have to table this because. Oh no, go ahead. Yeah, I have I one from two this. years ago that says list of food I hate. <laughs> I have <laughs> nothing. Please never take me on a date to any of these places. I have one that says this list is going to be so. This is probably going to be so controversial. Maybe for go. both of you and also for anyone listening. Love controversy. I have a this one guy. I was telling this random friend of mine, um, friend of a friend about the notes gallery, and he was like, "Can I submit this one?" And he showed it to me. And it's a note in his phone called Praying on Their Downfall. And it's like a list of people who he's like praying on their downfall. So I started my own. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one person I'm on there. Can you guys guess who it is? Taylor Swift. Yes. <laughs> yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. I literally am a Swifty hater. I get so oh much flack God. for this. We don't have to get into it because I this will be this will be how I get canceled I'm at some dying. point in the future. Oh, people will fully people, go rogue over this. People come for me. Even one of my best guy friends is always like, I don't like that you don't like her. You're just trying to be different. I was like, no, <laughs> no like I literally I, Wait, can I you can you walk me through Okay, let me Okay, my opinion I don't hate, okay, guys. I love. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm a hater. I'm a but, strong hater. But I like I don't listen like I don't actively listen to her but i'm like fine she exists that's she i, I respect like, I her. her i respect her i think so i want to know why you hate, like what is so angrily about this her? started for me <laughs> this has deep roots to my childhood it, honest to god my best friend growing up who lived next door like our houses were connected mm-hmm. she didn't like taylor swift and mm-hmm. i adopted that okay as part of my personality yeah and so have it's a not, personality trait. yes and have not wavered on it since um but <laughs> i don't i don't listen to her music yeah i don't like that people think She's so. I mean, I think there's better. Like, I will hundred percent say there's people are like, oh my god, her lyricism, people. and I'm like, mm. she's also in our intro, by the way. Oh, is she? <laughs> I have her in the intro. <laughs> okay. She's a hard to her out. She's she's incredibly she's talented. I think I would love to see her live. Like, I would love to see that show. <laughs> Kate wants to no, go to the Eras like, <laughs> No, I, I mean, I, I'm not. There's no way I'm paying that much money. I also find I find diehard Taylor Swift fans really annoying. If if there's a girl Please, and she's like, really, really close do. with Taylor Swift, oh, sorry, not yeah, close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have too much wine. I'm like, if you're friends yeah, with wait, her, fuck you. Madison, can you pour me another? Me too. Pour you up. Tell me off, please. No, but if there's if like a girl's main personality trait is that she likes Taylor Swift, yeah. I know that her and I are not going to get along. I, I and agree with just that for sure. Because if you think that her lyricism is like the paramount yeah, of lyricism, I'm like, go listen People, to Banks, go listen to SZA, and then come back and talk to me. I love Banks. I don't know. We love, love I have Banks. two of her songs we tattooed on my body. Literally love Banks. We never talked about that last time. Wait, yeah. oh my god. I have Goddess and Godless on we the side of my Wait, shut up! I hips. literally love yeah. Banks. <laughs> oh my god, shut up! I've seen her. I feel like not a lot of people like know her or like her but it's because she's too intense you have to be yeah I'm obsessed. she's you giving intense she's giving like tumblr like if you were like a heavy tumblr user Me. like this is oh. what it feels like was my tumblr was i tumblr mm-hmm. <laughs> what did tumblr i have girl. like so many followers on my yeah. tumblr of course you did that yes. surprises me the emo 0%. Yeah. Yeah. the emo tumblr what kind of blog did you have it was emo 
so emo. <laughs> yes, are so you kidding? Mine. It was literally like like the most depressing. Like I think my parents found it and like were so concerned about me. I think the I was fine. That I wrote on there. Actually, I don't know if I was fine. You know like, what? My I Tumblr think I was poetry really is like you think my notes app is bad. Like go look uh, at my Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason I correlate Tumblr with like Ask FM. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the same mm-hmm. level of darkness. Yeah, yeah. I used to really I have get bullied a traumatizing on that thing. Ask FM story. <laughs> oh, t- do I tell. had somebody. <laughs> impersonate me like make an account in my name shut up wait no seriously shut up and i was i took it so seriously that is i was serious. so oh my god well, they were, it was slander like they were slandering me on the internet yeah. which is fine we've but all been there i literally called the police and was like what can you do about this yeah. like that's oh, how they're like um we'll try something they're like what do you ma'am? want us to do about this like, <laughs> we'll track them stop using <laughs> ask fm like, i was like but this isn't me they were saying horrible things but i Ugh. had someone fully create an account and answer as if they were me that's the worst i'm and, so sorry that happened to you it's which is honestly really sad <laughs> no i like people are mean oh like kids God. are mean you know, they are but i think it ha- like <laughs> I don't know. I think I think bullying has a little bit of character building oh, in it. Mm-hmm. I just so much. Yeah. Anyways, so I remember much. someone wrote in my Ask FM like, "You look like a chipmunk and you sound like a squirrel," and I was like, okay. "And it sticks with you. Why and do you, you think to this, day, to this day you remember I that?" I think about it all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like one time, my brother told me I don't look good in hats, and I didn't wear hats for like eight years. Oh, she's wearing hats. <laughs> no, I'm wearing a hat because yeah. then a guy that I was no, in I love, love with told me I look good in hats, so it reversed it. But like, if that never happened, I would not yeah. be wearing a hat. So oh no, as I think that's like the. I don't know I can't speak to men because I don't I'm not a man but I think that is a female experience to a T is like Mm -hmm. I think that shit sticks Mm. with you like little like words are very powerful Mm -hmm. like like I actually remember when I first got glasses someone was like you should never wear glasses and I was like you're like, well, I thought they were cute. And then I me. literally was so embarrassed to wear them. And I'm blo- I'm literally like so blind half yeah. the time. And then more recently, like, yeah, someone was like, wait, like, love you in glasses. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. It oh. actually just takes, it's so crazy how like, it just hey, takes one, one hit of validation <laughs> to reverse yep. like, it's actually, like really drama. It's yep. actually, it's crazy. And That's and so now weird. the people that bullied me are in my DMs. Yeah. So exactly. Oh, Let's yeah. It all comes up. back. Oh, I agree. I think bullying totally builds character yeah i yeah I think everyone has to i had a traumatizing to some extent time of my life yeah <laughs> where i was bullied but i feel like i feel like if no i feel like it's better to have had that i actually agree i kind of yeah. prefer if i'm gonna mm-hmm. date someone which we're gonna get into there but if i'm gonna date someone kind of want i want them to have a little like roughened up this like is, i don't you don't you like, can't don't be like haven't had had a perfect oh, like existence my, this is like we won't relate minutes hundred percent. Fifteen <laughs> minutes of the podcast that I did with Riley this morning is was talking about. He's like, "What is a red flag that you take as a green flag?" Mm. And I was like, "I actually think it's a red flag if somebody, if somebody had too perfect of a childhood yeah. or hasn't gone through anything really intense. Like yeah. I mm-hmm. prefer, Kinda especially like with prefer- men, that intense. they have have gone through some." That their family, like, I don't yeah. want a man with a perfect family. No, I agree. That actually wouldn't work it's scary. for me. No, I'm like, you don't. Yeah, the bar's too no the bar's too high. I can't reach that. The bar's too high, I'm and it per- also I, there would be no way. I would be so flawed to them. I, that would never work. No, that doesn't work. And also, people like men that haven't been through anything, yeah. mm-hmm. and and anything can mean anything. Yeah. Any and then they go life through things with you. That, exactly, mm-hmm. cannot have that. And yeah. so I need you to be like red flag is that you're a little messed up for me that's a green flag because yeah. i'm like yeah there's the grit that like that's a good is one. important yeah not like too much but like you you can't it's hard to talk to someone i need someone rough around uh, that address. yeah it's it's yes. hard to it's talk to it's hard to talk to someone that has never gone through any single oh God, thing in their I, life yeah because they're just like oh wow i would have like they just don't know how to respond they're to that. Out of yeah touch. and it's so it's so hard to talk to anyone like in that space and like good for, for sure. you that you've never been through anything but also <laughs> but you will that's you thing. will and i don't think anyone skis through this life on yeah on like yeah. yeah so if you haven't gone through it yet i'm anticipating it happening and i don't want to be there for when you go through <laughs> yeah. something for the first time i want you to be like through with that. i need you to like go through yeah the i think my last machine. relationship yeah he was like entering it and i was like whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh, yeah tough. i've already healed this side of me i've already i, I can't good. like i can't monitor this <laughs> like this they're gonna have a bad day at work job. one day and you're gonna and the gonna whole place is gonna go up in flames yeah like, i don't know it's yeah. very hard i no, agree with you <laughs> well that goes into one of the next questions i love how like we've been totally riffing i have like a whole plan and but we've been talking about everything so i love it but your 
your followers asked another question and I'm like so curious about this myself. So we're just gonna get juicy with I'm it. I'm scared what is going on. Well, one of your followers said, talk about your celibacy era oh and how gosh. this changed your okay, approach love. to relationships and creativity. Okay. Great question by love. the way. Love. This is asked funny. That, I know who slay. this was and love her to death. Yeah. She knows me so well. Um, so I, this is very, I'm gonna tell this very, very long story in a really condensed amount of yeah. time and then we can get into it. But when I was living in Vancouver, I've always kind of like been in back to back really long term relationships or always been kind of in an infatuation phase or situation with somebody. And I was starting to notice that I had this pattern where some like a man would come into my life that I thought had an ounce of potential and I would all of a sudden just create this entire story and put all of my energy into it. And I got really frustrated with myself and was like, you know what? I actually need to take a step back from dating. I need to take a step back from physical intimacy or any of that. And so I wrote a contract to myself from January to May, oh, or yeah. sorry, January to June 1st. Um, and I did this for two years in a row. And then it ended up bleeding over into me having this whole part of my personality that was like, I don't date. This started when I was in Vancouver in university. I was like, January to June, men are not allowed to exist to me except for platonically. Mm. So I completely removed myself from dating, from hooking up with anybody, from I legitimately did not allow myself to mm. look at men any other way. A, the most peaceful time of my life. Mm. So the way it changed the way that I view relationships, I realized I got a lot of value in, like I went super introspective mode. Totally. Um, I went, I was able to kind of like look at dating the way that it was happening around me from a very objective point of view because I didn't have any personal experience to relate other people's experiences to. So I was kind of just like sitting in this bird's eye view of the dating world and realized like <laughs> like how fucked yeah. up everything is. Totally. Like, to be honest, because when you're, you're watching in your it, friends, you're watching yeah, people around you. Exactly. And I was like, mm, don't want any of this. And so That's from so January powerful. to June, I was like full blown celibacy not dating doing anything and then what i thought would happen was from june to the end of the year that i would kind of just go back yeah. but what ended up happening like, is i, I was like mm, this is peaceful i kind of love this so that happened but then during that time quick yeah, interference, yeah, yeah. Did, were people trying and were yeah, you and i would say rejecting? i would say i don't date or cool. or let me know or like come back around on June first yeah. because I actually just do. You this were just thing. like no, and I kind of loved. I love having yeah. these extreme parts of my personality. Like yeah. I'm a very. I live my life in extremes, <laughs> so it that. really worked with my narrative that I just had this thing. I was like, yeah, I don't date. Love. And I noticed Literally it actually. This. It actually made people more intrigued. Totally. totally. Um, and I like one day in my like mid forties after I've had children, I will write a book about <laughs> I love it. The reason that I think it's so important, especially for women, to go through periods of like self mandated, like taking a step back from from sex and from mm. relationships because basically and since we turn like once we turn twelve or thirteen, we exist in the male gaze. And a lot of our value and experience of the world comes from male validation mm. if you're if you are fully straight and even if you're not like a lot of yeah. your experience of the world will will come from that and it was so refreshing to just kind of like you know like take a step Turn out that of that off. the thing that i have realized recently though um and then i came back to new york and i kind of had this narrative when i moved back here that, that i to and i told everybody this because i love how extreme and insane it sounds <laughs> like i don't date people are like what do you mean i'm yeah. like i don't You're like and people so are like mysterious. what like, like it adds to this know. it adds to this like extreme narrative of self that i have um but what i realized was that it doesn't <laughs> like you there are things that you can only learn in the confines of a relationship mm. so like there were things i when i moved to mexico city i started dating somebody three days after i got there i like moved to mexico city and was like okay i'm opening myself up to dating again and the universe said haha here you go like let's see what you do with this and i met this guy and had this kind of like a whirlwind of a romance that lasted for the next like six or seven months we did long distance we met in mexico basically moved in together did this whole thing um and there was so much that I learned within that relationship that I was like, oh, there's a lot that you can learn from sitting outside of relationships and not being involved. But like the real actual work comes from like being in things. Wow. So while there is a lot of value of taking a step back, there are things that you cannot learn being independent that you have to learn within like a two person dynamic. So that's been kind of interesting Love the past this. year to like unpack that and then what it did for me creatively was just like that time and space like you I think of like brain space as like mental real estate so like I had 
a, a huge amount of my mental real estate prior to doing this went to my intimate relationships yep. and went to like whatever I was dealing with, with whatever man mm -hmm. at the time, especially as women, we like center men at the at the center of our like experience because um, we just have so much love to give. But what it did for my creativity was it like all that mental real estate that went to whoever I was pursuing or involved with that went to being able to hold space for myself and um. therefore like creative energy like instead of my creative energy going towards a man mm. which is what a lot we don't realize that we're yeah. doing that their creativity is totally like, not wasted we're, we're on them, but we are like mm -hmm. we, we are do. literally we like i i see that and so i think that was the big thing for me was was realizing that and then how i'm carrying that now because now i'm much more open to dating is like understanding that whoever i'm with like should not i need to feel like can't they take are, up that creativity. i need to feel like they are helping me be more creative. Do you think it helped you? Not. You think I was gonna say you think it helped you realize a better sense of self, like independence oh, sure. in yeah. your creativity, in your own relationship with yourself too. Definitely, like a hundred percent. Wow, help me understand my value and like the way that women are. Women are inherently just like so creative I and like love should women. spend more time. Me too. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> me too. Um, women need to spend much more time in that area of expression. Um, and I think a lot of, I look at all the women around me. They're all amazing and like doing incredible things. But I watch so much yeah. of their expressive and creative energy go towards men or their partners mm -hmm. and to like loving and they let go of people. it themselves they let go of themselves and I'm like there has to be a balance better balance yeah um and I think I think it's rare to find like a a man that understands that and wants to nourish that creativity and like creative output yeah, that women not. have there definitely is I feel like I mean I'm not in a relationship anymore but when I was even like the past like three like that I was in even even if it wasn't like a full-on relationship you don't you don't think that you're doing it to yourself but you you do like you do lose creativity because you're so focused on someone the else. The energy is going somewhere else. Yeah. If you're with someone who's like a finance bro and you're an art girl, like it just doesn't like they just don't get it, and it's and not sometimes, like fueling your creativity. Sometimes it's really they hard, can like, like differentiate that, lean into it, and mm. like encourage it, it. But it's like we said, it's just it, there's specific characteristics mm -hmm. that I look for, and I literally love and respect. I think that's such an admirable thing to do. I, I think, think making, everyone should do it. Making a contract with yourself is like. Oh my That's god. It's so beautiful. It's so powerful. It like, is. And I don't have a lot of like self integrity is not something that I honestly have a lot but of. You like, tried I don't to work have on a it. good relationship. And you clearly did. With, but that really put things into perspective for me. Like That's that like, really beautiful. helped me be like, okay, I actually can trust myself to like do this. You're no, I'm obsessed. Me. No, oh I my god, love you should do it. I honestly <laughs> I think making certain <laughs> packs with yourself. I know there's so much controversy where people are like, oh, don't like when people go on a date that you know, girls are trying to, oh, I don't want to sleep with him or whatever, right? I feel like for me, like I do make packs with myself a lot. Like if I do mm -hmm. go on a date, like, you know, get a couple too much wine in me. Like, I don't know, like yeah. I might do something stupid. So I do make packs with myself when I do go out on dates. Like I really, I don't want to like take it any further. Like I want to go home. Like there's little things that I try to do for myself and I, and I, it builds Those my self-confidence build, so You're much. building credibility with yourself. It which is. Which is like, that's people, the thing. it's under, underrated for it sure. It is. And for, in that kind of capacity, like a lot of that stuff, like, I don't know, men can like, men initiate a lot of stuff. Like men have a very different plan sometimes, a very different, you know, goals going yeah. into mm -hmm. things than women do. And we're very people pleasing at nature. Mm -hmm. And so we, we kind of like lean into like what men kind of want to do mm -hmm. and we're okay with things and we'll make excuses. And so, I don't know, I just, I think it is very like admirable and I like love and respect that you did that. Like it's so crazy and everyone amazing. Everyone should do it. Yeah. Um, amazing. Um, okay. There's a couple more questions that we wanted to get into. Pick your favorite. I know. <laughs> um, well, we talked a little bit about your childhood. Um, we don't need to. That's if nobody cares. <laughs> like, well, I'm a, here now. Like, I that was exist. one of the questions. That was one of the questions. Okay. I have actually a couple cool questions about like your freelance stuff like mm -hmm. do you have a favorite client like we could do rapid fire kind of like would you have a favorite client that you've worked with thus far i worked i did behind the scenes for dior in Sick. portugal Sick. this summer and the reason i love not that dior was a favorite client of mine but the director on the shoot was 
so let me take a step back. You know how I said I make a lot of friends on Raya? Yeah. Or like I meet a lot Honestly, of love like that. whatever. So I have two of my best guy friends in the world. I both I met them on Raya. We never went on dates. We just ended up working together You're professionally. Just like, Wait, They're both photographers. We're sick. They're both photographers. <laughs> They're amazing. I've worked with both of them a lot. And uh they hadn't met each other. So I was like, let's have dinner. I want you guys to meet. One of my one of the guys, Tyler, said I have this girl that I want you to meet. She's a director, whatever. Her name is Sage Bennett. She's amazing. Everyone should go wait, look up her work. She's you literally actually fucking incredible. Wait, she we literally been DMing. Obsessed. She's going she, to be on the podcast. Oh my god, inc- she is. You I told me even, about I can't her. even say I'm it about sure. Sage. She's the funniest person I've ever met in my entire life. Wait, like, I'm so like full stop. You should come. But that we're. Day. Oh my god, can okay. I please? But yeah. Um, so we're so we all get dinner together me max tyler and sage it's this funny thing because like sage and tyler met on raya and i met max and tyler on raya and it's Love. this hilarious like creatives like raya dinner where none of us are dating but we're all just like we, we love each other met. we want to work together well, it's, like, cool because it's like dinner. it's like it's a, a networking it's dinner but like not even like creative people like on, they you know? need to have a feature uh, sh- raya people if you're listening to this you need to have a feature that says that i can like someone's profile that says I fuck with you. I want to work with you. Yeah, not mm-hmm. like I like you. Totally. Friends only. I You're so right. Friends they only. do have a friends only, but like, but it's mm, like I, feel I don't like believe, a lot of people write friends and mm, they're not. I don't mm-hmm. believe men when they say I'm here Same. for friends. I'm like, you have a girlfriend and you are saying this because you want to keep your profile. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. Like just whatever. <laughs> she so knows. we all get dinner together. But Sage was asking me what I wanted to do. I had just gone freelance at the time, and I was like, I want to shoot more behind the scenes. And she's like, if you can get yourself to Portugal next week. I'm shooting a campaign for Dior and I'm directing a campaign for Dior and you can shoot behind the scenes. I, on a whim, we got it approved the day before I flew there. That's so On sick. a whim went, spent two days, Sage and I running around Portugal together, like in this, it was actually unbelievable. And the reason that that is like, what comes to mind when you say favorite I love client that. is because it just happens so serendipitously. And those are the things that are the best. And I spent six days in Lisbon and it was incredible and Sage working. I love working with female directors. Mm. I it's so much things from the female gaze are just like yeah. far superior in my <laughs> humble opinion. We love so yeah. That's no. My I I answer. love that. I think for people listening to like, I think when people think of big clients, like they don't understand the back end of that and like oh to know that like a like a job like that came from such a random from a dinner that I was I wasn't looking. You for weren't a planning job. No. exactly. You weren't applying to the Dior campaign. No. Like that's the thing. relationships that's it people always ask me like how certain things happen and it's it's like it really does come down to relationships and it comes down to like honestly business is is people and like if you like it you can't hate people and be good at business i don't think that those two things like align exactly and i feel like you know this too like you can create conditions for serendipity yeah like you if you're putting yourself in situations like that is that's one of those things i'm like Whatever, Tyler Max is here. I'm like these people. I want these people in a I room together and in look the same at what room. happened from that. Like that's yeah. it. I want to talk to people. I, I love that have you're an talking to Sage. She's the funniest no, dude. You have to come. I'm not kidding. Met. We should have a whole. We should do it. Yeah. Round table. She's hilarious. We talked about the round table. Love it. No, literally, we. It's so funny after. Yeah, we we've been talking. Which <laughs> slay. Um. Okay. Another like rapid fire moment. Um. If you can have dinner with one person, dead or alive. Go. Oh my god. This is hilarious. <laughs> this is one of my best friends and I were at dinner the other night and he asked me if I could have dinner with three people dead or alive and he had great answers like honestly his answers were brilliant and I and he had curated it so that yeah. like those people would get along oh too. my god and it was like this amazing thing I think oh my goodness one person I know it's a very hard question I know trust me I know I can barely answer okay. it okay this is I'll give you my cop out answer because I've already met her and been around her and so it's not like a okay Esther Perel is like one of the most sought after relationship psychotherapists in the world she has been practicing for 30 40 years she speaks nine languages she's incredible story she's best-selling author all these things um I was able to meet her through working at Summit Series she has an incredible card game that everyone should get it's like we're not really strangers on steroids oh shit yeah um it's amazing it's called Where Do We Begin she also has a podcast called Where Do We Begin that's amazing but I think just sitting I would want her to therapize me for like three hours Mm. I would say here are my patterns and relationships like tell me what you think about them because I think she's so brilliant she has so much perspective like her perspective on like multicultural like relationships look so different in different cultures and just hearing She's just such a wealth and breadth and depth of knowledge that I would just love to pick her brain. Mm. She's hilarious. She's beautiful. She's funny. She's such a light to be around. And I would love to just like have her 
undivided attention yeah for a couple okay. hours that's a great and, like, answer drink a bunch of wine we love yeah, that she's brilliant oh, okay great answer everyone has to read my one required reading oh for this everyone is, on the planet i was gonna ask you a recommended reading oh my god so i i read like a book a week <sighs> i am like i i'm you're big, my girl big book we nerd. Are literally i love literally love you <laughs> big book nerd would love to start a book club any Let's girls in new york want to do it we a should do Artsy girls book club <laughs> wait what <laughs> did we just start something did we just start something right now wait let's do it i'm so serious okay obsessed literally everyone started. needs to read it was, i think she wrote it in 2008 or 2010 so there's parts of it that i think are update are outdated and could use a little like facelift but um mating in captivity by esther Perel. wait i've heard of that yeah book. it's brilliant it's like all her books are amazing really digestible quite easy to read you've met her yeah yeah in what way like what she capacity? was a speaker she's a speaker at the events that um i work for for summit impact subsidiary of summit series and she was she's a friend of my old executive director and literally love amazing well we've been we've been thinking about hot artsy girls and like where we want to take it and I was honestly going to ask you this, but like, we really want to do some sort of like cool event. Oh my god! Like a you're cool talking panel. The, no, bro, I know. I worked in events. I got you. No, I know you're. Let's do you're it. literally Let's the one. Let's do it. But like, we were thinking of doing some sort of cool panel discussion, as well as like a kind of sale. We were going to do a kind of a cool event. Around. I love. So Let's, I don't know. We'll chat. We will. We'll chat. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. If but you want to, I want you to be part of this. Amazing. I'm. In, I'm in. I'm fully. I think you have really good insights and knowledge, and I want you to speak. Oh at God. the panel i'd be honored you'd be a panel member thanks. um thanks so much okay i have one more question and then we'll wrap because we're getting called for time um okay, i could so, do this i could do this for no i would literally hours. do this <laughs> for, <laughs> so hard to stop really, i know i like I don't ever want to stop our last <laughs> one went so over time it was i bad. love it um okay my my favorite thing that i think about for myself is like everyone has like a first place right your first place mm-hmm. is your home obviously mm-hmm. your second space Everyone has, you know, whether that's work for some people, that's the gym, it could be a bookstore. For me, honestly, a lot of time it's the West Side Highway, um, the Whitney, like it could be anything. Mm. I'm very curious, like what do you consider your second place? It's funny because- It could be second and third. There's a, yeah, there's a lot of conversations now about um, I've been reading a lot about like urbanization and like how to bring like small town feel and community back to cities and, mm. and all this stuff. And I think third spaces are really important in New York. It's I think it's quite hard to find because third spaces are for a lot of people that can afford it. It yeah. is a social club. That's yeah. Noya House. That's Soho House. That is right. Like work is their second. Whatever. Work is their second. And then maybe people have the gym separate to that. And then like, OK, what's this space that you can go to? Um, I live in the Upper West Side, so Central Park is definitely I would say, I would say my home, the gym, and then Third Space Central Park. I mm. also I spend a lot of time. Oh, there's so many. Sp- I, my Google Maps is crazy. Girl. Yeah, like I have <laughs> insane. Like if you ever need New York, like whatever. I my Google Maps is is parsed out into like ridiculous categories. Um, but I think Central Park, and I think it's important to have. It's hard with the weather in New York in the winter, but I think it's important to have like an outdoor mm. space. Central yeah. Park really does it for me. In the summer, I'm biking up and down the West Side Highway like a oh. maniac. Um, honestly, being on a city bike is my third space. Okay. Like, no, that's a ama- That's a great third space. Being on a city bike, it is, it is so dangerous, low key, but I will rip a city bike anywhere. Um, so being on a city, I'm gonna, that's my final answer. Lock I love it. In. Locked in city bike. A city bike girly. I love it. I think, honestly, if I wasn't as scared, probably <laughs> it <same>. is definitely, <laughs> definitely. If I wasn't as like, so much of a pussy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> New York is not the place to like it's hard. have that it's be your scary. third space because it's in- honestly incredibly dangerous, but it is. Well, during COVID, I feel very main character listening to music on a city bike. No, that, yeah. oh, it's main character energy all mm. the way. During COVID, when the streets were empty, I mm. was city biking. Uh, that was my debut. Oh my God. And I was city biking up and I down the empty you. streets. Yeah. And I was literally like, I felt so free. Never Obsessed. felt more free in my life. And that like conquered my fear of doing it. Cause I, for the whole time I had lived here, I was like so nervous to Amazing. city bike. And then the streets were empty and no one lived here. And I was like, wait, I can wait. I can, I can do this do now. This. I could be a biker. But really now that love. people are back, I'm like a little scared. You know, it's it's a bit <laughs> much for sure. Yeah, but that's a really good answer. 
Honestly. Okay, my last question. I swear it's my last question. <laughs> Do you have a favorite museum or um, oh like place to like view art? In the world or in New York? New York. Sorry. Ah, specifically. Frick. I mean, you could say the world, I guess. Mm. I just want people to go to wherever. <laughs> if it was like a, you know, museum. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, oh God. You know what's funny is, so there's a couple things. There um, the places that I view art the most are like independent gallery openings. Yeah, so it's love. really like I I think I have like a pretty good pulse on. There's an app. I'm. It's there's an app called Seesaw. Actually, mm. this is a great rack. There's an app called Seesaw that will tell you in I think New York. It's C space saw. Mm. It'll tell you in New York, London, Tokyo, kind of like the major art cities. What. If gallery? you go by day, it'll tell you like which galleries are hosting openings, like what Shut it's up. a great way to kind of keep a pulse on like what like the Do you think the like, galleries cyclical. like tell the app? Like like are they like in I'm not sure how yeah. the partnership works in that way, but I know that Seesaw is like if you go on and you look at the week ahead, it'll tell you kind of which independent galleries. That's I amazing. often find that downloading oh, it. I mean, honestly, all my favorite galleries are in Mexico City. Um but I think Seesaw is really helpful because it's, I find that that is the space to get most intimate with mm. the art. And yeah. like at the openings, like oftentimes the artist will be there. Yeah. Like it's- It's such an event. It's I like love a free, art whatever, reception. Free yeah. wine. Like it'll tell you which ones are having receptions. And you meet so many cool people. And you meet those. people. That is, that's where I got a large chunk of my networking done that's last year when I was trying to integrate really fully into New York was like, looking at Seesaw and being like, okay, from Tuesday to Friday, I can go to Here. three or four gallery openings and be in a space where like the artist is probably there and there's people that are interested in art and there's that's a good way to, oh, as a creative to go. Also, this is my final piece of advice for people who live in New York. The best times to go out are Tuesday through Friday. Yeah. Go Agreed. to bed early on the weekends. Get Agreed. up early on the weekends. Do your shopping and gallery hopping early on the weekends, but go quote unquote out to like gallery openings and like independent like store events and pop immerse up. yourself in do the that, community do that during the week take the okay. night off on Sunday Monday from Tuesday to Thursday go out Literally. like be out a little bit later sleep on the weekends rest recoup That's like that advice. is the way to do New York do you have the one, way to one piece of advice for oh God. a hot artsy girly trying to get into I mean first of all that was great advice um but any other like piece of advice for a young creative female looking to, you know, yeah, get in the space? My, I think my number, I think like the, I think the most valuable piece of advice that I've taken from the past even like three to five years is like notice where your creative energy is going. For me personally, I'm not saying this is the way for everyone, that was going, a lot of that was going to men. Mm. The way that I was thinking, what I was writing about, whatever. When you kind of like pull that back like your early 20s as much as it's so incredible to like have fun and put yourself out there which it is I've found that there's a way to do that successfully without completely giving your creative expression and your like feminine energy like put that into art yeah like reroute that Love. because like men don't even get good until like their late 20s yeah. so like take a pause <laughs> like <laughs> if you're between the ages of like 19 and 26 like reroute that energy like Love rewire that. that and put that into put that into yourself because you're more likely to find mm -hmm. a high value partner that's worth your time in your late 20s anyway like just kind of reroute that energy because i don't think we realize how much of our creative energy is going to like romantic partners that's and that's that on that really <laughs> that. that's, that's a mature healed and it took me woman. i'm a recovered fuck girl like it took me that's a long beautiful. time to get here yeah. so. no that literally is such good advice i think a lot of people can learn from that and resonate with that and Amazing. with that being said unfortunately kate can you please come back of course. Yeah, come back. Let's please. make this a regular. No, I'm not kidding. Like you're Absolutely. coming back because for sure. there's so much more that I want to go over mm -hmm. and talk about, and I feel like we could talk for literally hours we could and talk hours. hours. And I want to get it all in. Let's recorded. do like a 12 hour segment. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we <laughs> we really like spiraled on the notes ourself, app. I know, and I don't even know what we talked about. <laughs> no, but no. it's perfect because it's relatable. <laughs> yeah. it's, no, it's juicy. It's, we love I it. still can't believe that we 
aligned like that I, we need to really we need to, we're about to unpack that <laughs> yeah. we need to close off, this out off, off, off recording <laughs> mm-hmm. well <laughs> thank you so much kate seriously thank you. this was so amazing i think a lot of people are going to take a lot from this um mm-hmm. she will be back so everyone kate will be back mm-hmm. so be this back. is not the end thank you guys um kate collins follow her on instagram we will link all of her amazing work and things that she's doing her website etc um stay tuned for you know more amazing interviews coming up clearly sage Bennett, oh my god sage everyone must listen to that episode i'm excited i'm excited she's the funniest motherfucker i think i've ever Kate, met i think life. might be back maybe that day anyway. i will i don't I know will. we might we might like do something <laughs> silly um but yeah thank you so much again for listening tuning in stay tuned follow us on instagram and we will catch you next time yeah bye, bye. <laughs> Yes, bring me another. Oh, I'll do it.